birthday. No bald assholes allowed. Yeah, I doubt that she would. See how that worked? I hit record while we were uh, doing that, talking, and that makes it easier for me that we're in mid-conversation. Do you want to say it's Wilson? It's Dear Tony? (laughs) Can you shout it and see if it picks up? Wow, I'm getting stonewalled. Can you say anything nice? Wow. People are going to think that you hate me. Oh, she's doing the the thing where you put your heart, make heart with your fingers and your thumb. <laughs> wow. Now she's blowing me kisses. Wow. Anyways, this is good. Let's talk about Title Tuesday. You might be hearing some Dateline in the background. That's my wife. Hold on, we're talking the Discord. Okay, this is a thrilling start. Let's get out the notes. Okay. I just had it up. Well, the ratings came out. Dynamite got beat. I think I said they were going to win the demo. They didn't. It was close, but they did not. And uh, Tony has been tweeting through it. He's been posting through it as he is a, a very online person. And that's the whole premise of this thing that I eventually he will find it and he will hire me and uh, these are all these are all thoughts for him what are you watching I'm just curious I am doing my thing I thought I thought you're watching a crime show but now a woman is wandering around a barn is it a, sh- a home show okay she's nodding this is dear Tony right here. What I'm doing right now. This is part of it. This is why people like it. Yeah, they like it that it's not at all <laughs> on the rails. I think one of the better since uh, the ones people like was the one where I spent 15 minutes talking about age, old age. She looks confused. I am so not on the ball right now. I'm, I'm Xing out notifications. Okay. Ratings. Tony posting through it. Yes. Uh, Tony was the probably the worst it got was him t- uh, t- uh, tweeting about the cage match reviews, you know, and what was going on. Maybe I should be posting Dear Tony to cage match. Just transcripts of it. Because he's definitely checking out Cage Match. I'll put Cage Match. Would he check a podcast to see if, if he puts in a keyword of Cage Match that comes up? I don't know. Uh, he 
then he's t- he's t- tweeting about Vince and stuff like that. And <sighs> why is he? He's not taking the loss well. It would seem, or he's trying to do that. I'm not. La- I'm not crying. I'm not laughing. Whatever it is, I'm not laughing. Or I'm. I am laughing. That's he's laughing. You're not. He's not gotten to. I don't know how any of that goes. Is it? I'm not laughing. You're laughing. Uh, so, 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 uh, I want to get yelled at. Uh, I don't, I can't, I don't, I refuse to believe that he thought he was going to win. Come on now. If he, if he did think he was going to win and that's why he's taking it so hard. Oof. That means he has no – he thinks maybe that this the low ticket sales and stuff like that is an anomaly and that I may he doesn't have his finger on the pulse of what's really going on maybe that he thinks I'm 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 putting out a good product. I'm what's what's you know it's it's generally good but he I don't it sounds a little like uh, digging my heels in like why you know maybe he's like me where he's like why do people like this NXT stuff it's bad but uh, times are a change in Tony. I'm not saying that the answer is to become more like an ST. That's already there. That's already there. But uh, what is NXT lately has been getting like, you know, it seemed like maybe he lost a chunk to NXT. I mean, they did their best number ever or in a long time, at least. And, uh, AEW did like a, you know, it was a different night and all that, but who are the like 200,000 people that are going to tune in on Wednesday and go, wait a minute, where's Dynamite? Is there such a thing as a casual Dynamite viewer at this point? I don't know. Uh, overall, I'm concerned. I'm concerned if Tony <coughs> is... I don't think just in his feelings about it. It's, it's one night. It's one night. That's an anomaly. Like how many, we're not on Tuesday nights. They stacked up the show. Like, what do you want, Tony? Why are you so uh, upset? I won't say, is he upset? He's also just an online guy. Those, I mean, from back in the day, you know, he posts, he's a poster. He will forever be posting. Christian started the show in the production truck, what have you. It was great stuff. He took credit for the overrun, procuring the overrun. And they start the show, and they're doing crowd cuts, and I just can't stand the crowd cuts. You know, a lot, a lot, most of this time, they're, they're catching people late. They're just, like, drinking out of their container, you know. It's like, wow, cool, people taking drinks. I'd say use more wide shots of the crowd, but I don't know if they want to do that these days with the attendance. And it started with Daniels and the Swerve. And this, you know, I didn't go to this show. And this was the only time I thought, man, I should have gone to the show when I realized I was going to miss Prince Nana dancing. Uh, but overall, I, I don't recall. I think I don't think I've ever seen Swerve wrestle, but 
everybody else, yes, I have. You know, and it, uh, this was part of their commercial-free part of the show, and 11 minutes in, and uh, it was fine. It wasn't really grabbing me one way or the other. It, it was it was fine. There's something missing with Swerve. I don't know. It's I'm kind of a, a thought that, you know, in the WWE where, like, Seth Rollins, everybody loves his music, and they sing, and they sing, and then it's just like a Seth Rollins match. And a lot of times in WWE crowds, they just sit on their hands and wait for, like, some a couple spots and or the finish and then they're like less they kind of they've been trained to see the pattern and they know when the end of the match is coming but they really want to see the entrances of a few people they want to like say yeah they want to go oh, 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 oh is that how it's just oh, oh, oh that's what it seems like the sword thing now is that he's uh they want to hear the swerve song they want to see prince nana dance and then swerve starts wrestling and uh, they're like okay <laughs> Uh, it picked up, I think, 20 minutes, 20 ish minutes in Danielson one. But I'm, I'm excited for Danielson Christian. I started going, okay, okay, I'm, I'm gonna turn into collision this week. Okay, yeah. Then they wait us a mojo package, you know, promo deal. Uh, Joe, Joe, you know, they're, they're building something here. Joe says it starts at collision. He and Excalibur underlined it with MJF has a target on his, is the target on his back is getting bigger and bigger. And I'm going, okay, okay. Some old Joe now. Okay. Yeah. Tony, you're doing it. What is that in hook? Do you remember this line? Peter, you're doing it. Sneezing. Uh, Tony, you're doing it. I mean, Hobbs versus Jericho, and uh, Excalibur kept flubbing. I was kind of shocked. <laughs> he kept, throughout the night, he kept flubbing a little line or two. Very distracted or uh, off, off center a little bit. Uh, most of this match where Jericho got squashed, I was thinking about that Last Supper painting now that they show for Don Callis. And so are we going to get 12 members of the family? Is it going to start to turn into some kind of super faction? And dare I say, get ready, Avenger freaks, where a bunch of faces have to take down the Don Callis faction. That whole subset of Avenger freaks that they turn everything, maybe they're MCU freak, Marvel freaks, that turn everything into like, what? It, but what if it's like Avengers? Like if you type into YouTube, and I don't suggest you do this, but if you do, <laughs> type in WWE Avengers. There's people that have, multiple people that have made trailers, <laughs> like an Avenger-style trailer, but it's about like taking down Brock or taking down Roman and the Bloodline. And that's having seen these and knowing that they exist and seeing them in comments or replies where they're like, "Wow, I just saw it the other day. They were having a a, a brawl where you know there's some." good guys and some bad guys in the WWE and somebody was like this is like the Avengers anytime now there's a group this is like the Avengers so now uh, I'm scared I guess it made me worried where I'm going 12 that's a lot 12 people that's a sizable faction oh no they're gonna need an Avengers level squad <laughs> I've, I've, have I turned into an Avengers freak there was dialogue. Hobbs was there's what turned me off for this. I'm fine with Jericho getting squat, you know, whatever. 
and I'm, I'm hope this Hobbs push works out this time. But he started yapping at Jericho during it, and anytime people start talking in a match, I'm I'm, I'm out. But Don's great. He's yelling, "Work the deliver." Uh, and we're a little bit over thirty minutes, and there were no ads. And then finally, uh, I think we we had some more dialogue. Uh, Excalibur called it possibly the biggest dynamite ever. Uh, which I knew it wasn't, but that did kind of when I was watching, I was like, oh, shoot, I should have been there. And then it, that immediately was like, eh, nah, it's fine. It's fine. I'm not missing anything. Um, so Hobbs won. He destroyed Jericho. Once again, Jericho losing. Does he ever win? When does he win? He's still over, too. People still enjoy him. He's not like he like that he gets on the TV and people go next. They turn off the channel. I'm sure with some people, but for the most part, Jericho's still over, which is crazy because he's always losing. And I think if I want to recall my Meltzer education here, he has warned that you can beat legends, but at some point it does turn, and it the, and people will start kind of going, uh, they'll start viewing him correctly as like, uh, not great. Oh, he always loses. And then we had an Adam Cole Kingdom pre-tape. And Adam Cole is mowing Roddy's lawn. <laughs> okay. Orange Cassidy versus Phoenix. Uh, part of the story of this is Excalibur saying that international idol is cursed. And uh, people that hold it physically get broken down. I don't know if you want to speak that into existence <laughs> as and and all of a sudden that all becomes a thing with it. I don't know. That seems like something maybe you don't want to. I mean, it's better than I suppose uh, how the women four ways are historic or some such thing, but, but then I've thought, Oh, you know what? Dan Housen's coming back. It's Dan Housen. You know, is the title curse? Is he going to lift the curse for OC? And I kind of was like, oh. <sighs> uh, Taz called it the workhorse title. And I don't see Anthony Henry, Henry or J. I stumbled over that. Let me do this again. <laughs> I wrote this down and everything was that I thought of it. I was like, oh, aren't I cute? Taz called it a workhorse title. <laughs> and I don't see Anthony Henry or J.D. Drake anywhere. See, because they're the workhorsemen. Okay. Okay. You know that <laughs> the pre-tape, the giraffe is back. The music is this music that they're playing in these pre-tapes. I'm talking about the Adam Cole pre-tape again. It's so. It doesn't even work with the. It's supposed to be goofy, I think. Goofy or silly. Which why are we portraying Adam Cole as a dork? Because okay, so this is taking place in the universe of AEW, right? Where Roderick or Roderick Strong is holding Adam Cole hostage and making him do chores. Where's Britt Baker? Doesn't Adam Cole have a a, a fiance or I don't know? Is he still with the girlfriend? Are they together? Like, where is, is she going to be in these eventually? Like, isn't she concerned that she can't reach her significant other? I don't know. All very concerning stuff. Uh, I don't know who likes these things other than like Reddit. 
uh, I think Excalibur goes, what a bizarre friendship. I, it's just like, I don't care. It's stupid. And OC wins. And the crowd just kind of went mild, a little bit above mild. And Hook seems to be with the best friends now, I guess. He comes out, he's eating chips. The timeless Tony now is out, so they're just hitting me with it. And she is like, I want to have silent movies playing during picture in picture. And I'm going, okay. So it's just Tony Storm there. And I guess if I was flipping by, maybe I'd go, eh? I don't know if I would stick around to stare at Tony Storm in picture in picture, but. And we got Wardlow versus Matt Seidel. Kansas City is into Wardlow. That tracks. And at this point, I noticed that Aubrey had refed uh, every match so far. And it's the same Wardlow stuff, and I don't care. Renee's back with Jericho. Garcia's checking on him. Matt Menard's mad at him. Jericho's just sitting there making dumb pain faces, holding his neck. He's, he's doing that. Ah. Ah. Oh, he's doing that. Hey, members Jay White. Bullet Club Gold comes out on tricycles. Okay. Hmm. Is this heading towards a pre-tape with Bullet Club Gold where they're being goofy? Please no. Uh, Prince Nana distracts Hangman. MJF comes out to a very good reaction. Casey's into MJF. They chant at Jay White to give him back, give the give it back the title. And let's just establish right now that Switch played going going shoosh shoosh to the crowd is better than the Chad Gable shoosh. Little tiny shushes better than long shooshes. Uh, and Jay White's just in his element. He's cutting such a great. Promo, he's he's, he's delivery. He's just um, why did it take this long to do this? Why we couldn't have done this when he got in? He couldn't have had a program with somebody. Cut promos. And Juice Robinson is great, and then it turns because then Juice talks about his role of quarters, and they tie it into Maxwell Jacob Friedman's history of being bullied that he's spoken about of having coins thrown at him because he's Jewish. And now there's a big brouhaha because of the Israel-Palestine conflict war. <laughs> and now AW, it's not necessarily asking me this, but it, the way my mind works, I'm sitting there uh, and I'm watching this and I'm going, are we to believe that Juice Robinson is anti-Semitic? Are we, I mean, are we, do, does Renee have to sit down Juice Robinson and ask him if he's pro Hamas? <laughs> What's happening? Please, no, not this. I, uh, well, well, I, I request, and this might, this might be me. I do not, it doesn't ruin it. I'm fine. I can handle it. I'll watch it and kind of nod along and take it as it goes. But I don't, I can't think of one wrestling storyline that involved race that I ever enjoyed race or uh, anything, anything from the quote unquote real world that they were trying to make, like give wrestling depth to why can't it just be guys going after a belt to be the best? Like, and then within that people betray each other or 
like it's always when in UFC when guys kind of get a little veer towards that in UFC or MMA, it's kind of gets a little uh it gets a little icky there. And uh and it's like, well, those guys, the people that like that guy like that guy for a reason. <laughs> or you know, he has some odd opinions. Uh but with wrestling, it's like, well, yeah, okay. So now Juice is anti, like, or is he? What? Where? Why? Why are we doing this? Why does this have to be wrapped up? And why does the Jay White food now have to have this layer? Come on. Uh, and then, to be honest, is this a hot take? MJF kind of seemed just like. I mean, it was better than the 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 attitude era, you know, rock. You know, I'm gonna make the crowd say this. You know, I don't. It was better than that, but it was just like MGF's the baby face and he's supposed to be, I guess, an ass kicker to various degrees and he's begging Jay White for the belt back and he's not going to run in because he's outnumbered. He's not going to try. The crowd's been give it back to him and then he scampers off because of his bully. He's, he was triggered by bullying. I don't know. I just, I didn't, it, it didn't work for me. And we get another Tony picture in picture. And uh, I guess that's a plan. That's an idea. You know, have Tony Storm frolicking about on picture in picture. Uh, Sheeta versus Soraya was bad. Uh, Sheeta won. So in this, <laughs> towards the end there. So Ruby, and this has been covered, but I'm going to cover it too. So Ruby tries to attack Sheeta. And then, to- and then she gets stopped from spraying Sheeta. Ruby gets sprayed. Tony Stork comes out with their shoes. She chases Ruby and attacks Ruby. Sheeta looks at the camera. The ca- looks. The camera goes back to Sheeta. Sheeta looks to at us, the viewer, and holds up her arms quizzically, like I don't know what's going on either. And I just, I don't know, Sheeta. I don't know what's going on. It's stupid. But the crowd, these the the, the remaining people buying AEW tickets, they're into it. Uh, Soraya grabs a kendo stick, and then she has her, the spray can. Soraya has the spray can uh, tucked into her tights, right in front and center. So the ref grabs the kendo stick. The spray can's still there. He sees that. Then she sprays Sheeta for a near fall, but she throws the can towards the ref's direction. So the ref now also sees in his peripheral a can fly by him. Anyways, there was an actual holy Sheeta chant. And I was like, wow, she does she won big pop for a surprise win. And I'm like, wow, she's a four-time champion. And no, she's a three-time champion. So I guess we're just the depth is of of such a low quality. Uh, quality in AEW for the women's division that whenever they need a transitional champion, they're going to Sheeta, I guess. She's going to be like an eight-time champion because they have nobody else that they could be like, well, let's move it to her and then move it to someone. I mean, there's no... who Sky, Does Sky Blue work every week almost? There's Sky Blue. There's Willow. Nyla. It seems like sometimes like there's five Five women on the on the division roster, maybe maybe six, and you need 
like a, on any given roster, you need six people that you can kind of heat up. And what, you know, they're always kind of like circling that main event picture, right? In and out, upper mid card. Or, yeah, upper mid card. Wait a bit. And you would hope that maybe you have something similar for the women's division, which is why I said just don't have one. Blow it up. Because, I mean, what do they, they've got, I mean, where's Brett Baker been? Is she okay? I guess I, I should, should I write Dave and ask him to ask about that? So then uh, Excalibur comes on and goes, uh, Jericho has internal injuries and is going to the hospital. I was like, Jericho's holding his neck. Uh, Tony Schiavone says that uh, Tony Khan, I believe he said Tony Khan. He did not say AEW, but Tony Khan is uh, going to give 50,000 action, AEW action figures to Toys for Tots. And I just, this is how broken I am now. I need to climb out of the replies because I thought, uh, the discourse on this, uh, I'm going to have to see somebody's take where they're like, they can't sell the toys, so they got to give them away. Uh, Don Callis is doing the same EG gimmick. MGF calls Adam Cole. Now he gets to go Adam, Adam. Max Caster wants to team with MJF. They're doing the Max Caster gimmick for a uh, Twitter thing. Uh, Taz is just... there's How many segments has now a, a broadcaster gone? That's weird. Oh, that's bizarre. Oh, there's too many. One's enough. There's been there's multiple where somebody goes, "Wow, bizarre. Wow, that's uh, strange." So Christian comes out. L.A. He called every he called uh, Luchasaurus and Nick Wayne. <laughs> I'm their father. Tony Schiavone drops a. Oh God. <laughs> uh. There's also another part of that where Christian said about uh, Adam Copeland, well, your career is on a downward slope. And one lone fan yelled out, your career is on a downward slope. Got him. And it's just uh, Luchasaurus beating up Edge. It's a oh, man. This really, I was like, oh, yeah, I remember. I don't like Edge matches. <laughs> ah, yes, Edge. Don't care for him. It's slow and plot like just the worst. And I only really enjoyed Christian soaking it in when Luchasaurus was winning and being very upset when he was losing. Edge wins, and uh, everybody's out brawling. And uh, it ends with Christian tapping to Danielson. And uh, I didn't miss anything. And uh, I mean. It, go, it cuts both ways. Later, I watched clips of John Cena and Undertaker on NXT, and I was like, this is sad. What a sad state. Got NXT, John Cena, and Undertaker in a warehouse. For what? I guess. It's just, woof. Yeah, think about it. This is the future. If Paul Levesque continues and he's like putting a position of power, Vince. Let's say Vince dies or something, and it's Tony Khan. I mean, like, look at it. This is it. This is it's not. It's like uh, I guess it's. I'm not saying it's pathetic, but I mean, Vince is. I mean, let's not forget Vince with 
taking out ads about Ted Turner's hurting me and fucking Nacho Man and uh, the the Huckster and all that. I mean, God, please no, don't don't. Are we are we weeks away from seeing a Shawn Michaels version of Nacho Man on Dynamite? Like a guy in a, a shitty bald cap with crossed eyes and a you know giant pencil and he's you know drawing. Oh my God, this sounds like an Adam Cole pre tape. Any thoughts, honey? No, she shook her head. Bye.